the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Thursday night, New York City, live and local. I, uh, I, I, I always learned, I've learned the hard way to start with the most important thing. And the most important thing today is to wish Alex Garrett a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Alex. Thank you. And isn't it something I'm on the board tonight? Just, it's amazing how that works uh, out. I appreciate it. I, I know you're you're half drunk, but I'll hopefully you won't make, mess up any of the the commercials or anything like that. But no, all kidding aside, Alex is not drunk. Um, but it is his birthday. Happy birthday to you, Alex. Um, thank you for being who you are. You're a fine, fine young man at 31 years old. I got socks older than you, but that's okay. Um, I love that we're talk- talking about a, you know what we're talking about today, the ARP and all that. Yeah, we will be. We our special guest today. Uh, we only have one guest on the show. Uh, we're going to have the head of the New York State AARP. We're going to talk about older people. Let's talk about what the breaking news is in the world of the law, and that has to do with Kevin Spacey. Uh, he was uh, charged in a civil trial, not a criminal trial. I'm going to bring Imran Ansari on later to just talk a little bit about the difference between criminal and civil. Um, and even though I said there's not going to be any guests, I don't consider Imran a guest. Imran's part of the family, even though he's uh, he's more like a child than a brother. But sometimes he's a brother, sometimes he's a child. Depends how he how much he's complaining. But you guys all know Imran. He's going to be on with Kevin later on tonight. So Kevin Spacey, um, he is on trial. Uh, he was. The verdict came in in his favor. Uh, it was it, it was pretty fast. Now, just so you know. In criminal cases, and Imran, I'm going to ask him about it later, the standard of proof is different, and therefore it usually takes much longer for jurors to reach a decision because the, the you'd have to be that much more certain. So the jury here of five men and six women deliberated for just under 90 minutes on Thursday afternoon. And uh, the claim was that um, Anthony Rapp, who I was a fan of because he was originally uh, in the – Broadway show Rent, which is a top three for me. Four, three, four. We're going with Les Mis, Hamilton, uh, Phantom Rent. Like that. That's my mix-up up there. Um, so John Anthony Rapp, he played originally in the show in 1986, and um, he's he's known for he's on the CD. Like he, he did very well, but after that, he really didn't do much. So Rapp alleged that. Kevin Spacey climbed on top of him at a party in New York City in 1986 when Rapp was 14 and Spacey was 26. Um, shortly thereafter is when Rent came on. I mean, I think Rent came out. I was in the DA's. I was probably 94 or something along those lines. Um, and what this former actor, uh, Anthony Rapp, said is it was the most traumatic single event of his life. Now, Stacey... Spacey uh, denied these under oath, saying they weren't true. He testified. He cried on the stands, on the stand. And his lawyer, who should definitely be mentioned, whose name I have written down here as Keller, Keller, Keller. What's her first name? Uh, (laughs) I'm looking at Jennifer Keller. Oh, nice, easy name. Jennifer Keller. um, She represented uh, Kevin Spacey. And she's, I'm sure she's having a libation right now, a well-deserved one, because representing um, these Hollywood superstars, and Kevin Spacey is definitely one of them, uh, it's not for the faint of heart. Now, 
I'm not trying to one-up her, but it's a little different when you're doing it in the civil realm, where if you lose, your client owes money, than in the criminal realm, where if you lose, your client loses his life or her life. Um, but basically, both people testified. Um, Keller put um, Casey, Spacey, excuse me, it's been a long day. <laughs> Jennifer Keller, the lawyer, put Kevin Spacey on the stand, and he got emotional and he broke down. And the lawyer, Richard Steigman, for Anthony Rapp, the complainant, put him on the stand as well. And they both broke down emotionally um, separately on separate days over days of testimony. Now, the interesting part, first of all, this was in federal court, not in state court. And we could talk about the jurisdictional issues and we could talk about um, that another time when I'm going to give you lectures on jurisdiction and venue. It was before Judge Lewis Kaplan. He is a veteran. He was appointed by uh, ju- by President Bill Clinton. Um, I know Judge Kaplan well. I've appeared before him many times. My father's appeared before him many times. Um, Judge Kaplan's wife tried a case, which was U.S. Attorney's Office, against my dad. He's a, uh, I don't want to use the word like tough, but he's a very serious judge. Knows the law inside and out. He's He's been handling so many high-profile cases lately. Before the trial started, Judge Kaplan dismissed the assault claims against Spacey about the kid, um, about, well, because he was 14, about Spacey leaning on top or laying on top of the 14-year-old, saying the judge said it was not covered by the New York's Child Victim Act of 2019. That act temporarily allowed people to make claims that would have normally been blocked by the statute of limitations. It kind of reopened the door. That's a whole show for another day because how it's very difficult to defend yourself with something that happened so many years ago. That's the purpose of statutes of limitation, that they can't pop up and say, oh, 43 years ago you did this to me. Well, who knows where you were or who you were with at 43 years ago that you could, you could have had an easy, easy defense if instead of it being 43 years ago when you were accused of the act, it was 43 months ago or 43 days ago. Um. Judge Kaplan also inserted himself in the case where he threw out the plaintiff, that's Anthony Rapp's claim of emotional distress, uh, in the middle of the trial, saying in part that it repeats and realleges the allegations of battery. And I guess he did not want to taint the jury with the allegations, uh, with the battery allegations, since the judge felt it was not covered by the Child Victims Act. So in breaking legal news, Casey Kevin Spacey here in New York is no longer uh, facing major, major financial damage. Some of these cases, you know, after if you find liable, then the jury goes back and talks about money. And, you know, it could be tens of millions, $30 million, hypothetically. So um, Kevin Spacey is, is not liable. And just so you know, typically how this works, Anthony Rapp goes home, and they said he was very stoic when the when the verdict was read, goes home with nothing. Uh, his attorney, who's worked on this for years, really goes home with nothing because he worked, Richard Steinman worked, I'm sure, very, very hard for several years. And typically these cases are based on a contingency fee. So if you don't win, you don't recover any money. So I'm sure that, that attorney's not too happy. Before we start talking serious stuff on the AARP, I just want to thank the Salem family for inviting me to the Marconi Awards last night, which were held at the Javits Center, hosted by Nick Cannon. And uh, the big recipient was um, Seacrest, Ryan Seacrest. Uh, it was a great night. Basically, it's the Oscars for the um, the world of radio. And I was honored to be there my first, my rookie year. Uh, I sat next to Jerry Crowley and some big shots from Salem. So that was very, very cool. Piscopo was next to me. Tomorrow morning, I'm hosting Piscopo. You guys better tune in. Um, we're going to come back. We're going to talk about the AARP and older people voting. We're going to talk to Imran about a new holiday. We'll talk a little bit about the Yankees, a little bit about Tom Brady. Don't go anywhere. Look at look at the birthday boy. The birthday boy playing Golden Years by David Bowie. As I, we're about to talk about Will's Trust in the States and talk about it to with a guest from the AARP. Way to go, birthday boy. Um, so let's talk about Condes and Sullivan. We all know that planning for the future is important. 
And you need to know whether you're protected, your family's protected, and think about it. If you're not here and one day you won't be here, who are going to make the decisions for you that need to be made? The time to plan is now. You don't even know. You may need a will, a trust, a power of attorney, a healthcare proxy, a living will. You need to do estate planning. So you don't have to guess anymore. You could go to a Connors and Sullivan free seminar and you'll have all your questions answered by Mike Connors himself. Here's the dates. Ready? Monday, October 24th at the Adria Hotel in Bayside, Queens. Mike Connors will be there from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Tuesday, October 25th, right around the corner at the 3 West Club in Manhattan at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. Mike Connors will be there to answer your questions. Wednesday, October the 26th, the 26th at the Greenhouse Cafe in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn at 11 a.m., 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. Mike Connors will be there to answer your questions. And Thursday, October 27th, at Bocelli's on Staten Island at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m., Mike Connors will be there to answer your questions. And if you can't make any of these free seminars, call Connors and Sullivan at 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500 for your own free office appointments. And remember what Mike Connors always says, the biggest mistake when it comes to estate planning is not planning at all. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Driving ambition for 40 years in the United States, Mitsubishi Motors sees the automotive industry differently. Mitsubishi challenges convention with innovative approaches in the way Mitsubishi engineers and builds their vehicles. Just look at the all-new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander, now in stock in all trim levels and all with the flexibility of third-row seating. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today. FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-27. Let's talk about a great Italian-American company, a great business owned by Italian-Americans for over 35 years. The Faccia Bene family has been providing insurance advice to businesses and individuals in the New York and New Jersey area. Their consultative approach has endeared their clients to them, evidenced by continued renewals of their policies year after year. J.A. Facciabeni Insurance Associates personal insurance team can design a bundled insurance program to cover your home, auto, and valuable items, and this approach can save you over 15%. Their business team will become your trusted advisor. They will help you build the insurance program that's right for your business. J.A. Facciabeni Insurance Associates believes that you should never be surprised at a time of loss, and all claims should be settled quickly and fairly. If you're looking for an insurance advocate to be your voice, call Joe Facciabene directly today at 800-937-5515. That's 800-937-5515. The Facciabene family would like to thank our station, AM970 The Answer, for their support of Italian American Heritage Month. And they'd also like to thank the Columbus Citizens Foundation for all the great work that they do. Love this song, Blink 182. I feel like they're coming back around again. What's the name of this song, Bad Birthday Boy? What's my age again? And oh. uh, it's 31, by the way. And oh, yeah, we know that already, Alex. I mean, the whole world now knows after listening to the first segment of the Authorized Dollar Power Hour, everyone knows it's Alex's birthday and he's 31. Now, I don't think at 31 he's going to get in the mail what I got when I believe I was like 49 and three quarters, which was an application to join the AARP. And we are so fortunate to have on the line the state director of the AARP here in New York, Beth Finkel. Hello, Beth. Welcome to the Author Idola Power Hour. Oh, thanks so much for having me. And, and happy birthday to the birthday boy. And he only has 19 years until he gets that letter in the mail, huh? There we go. So now, why don't we, that's a great segue. So when you do get that letter in the mail and you do sign up for ARP, as it's so affectionately known, tell the uh, tell our listeners, what do you get? What are the benefits of joining the AARP? I think the most important benefit that you get is to know that you have an organization that you're a part of, that you bring your power to, that makes the world better for people so that they can uh, age with dignity and age in place in the neighborhoods and communities that they want to live in. Okay, and how specifically does the AARP do that? 
Well, you know, there's, there's so many ways. AARP, obviously, we're known for our advocacy. So, the, you know, the work that we do in protecting Social Security to make sure that it will be there for you, for your children, and for your grandchildren, and the same thing for Medicare. You know, in, um, in New York, uh, a quarter of all New Yorkers who are 65-plus, Social Security makes up uh, over 90% of their income in retirement. Wow. That, yeah. I didn't see that. I did not see that number coming. 90% yeah. comes from Social Security. Yeah, uh, yeah. for people who get yeah, for, um, for 24% of New Yorkers. And in fact, um, for people, um, it's almost uh, just around, I want to say around 45% of New Yorkers rely upon Social Security for 50% or more of their income. So I guess so, that 8% you know, raise that's, that's coming important. down the pipe... So that 8% raise that's coming down the pipe is a pretty yeah, big deal. 8.7. Yeah, the, right. well, it hadn't been raised in so many years. And obviously, you know, prices are going up on things. And, and this has been going on for a long time that we really, you know, had not gotten a significant increase. So uh, that's a great thing. And, you know, ARP is entirely dedicated uh, to making sure, as I said, that people can age in place. A lot of the work we do is also around age-friendly to make sure that communities and uh, cities and counties and, in fact, New York State are designated uh, by AARP as an age-friendly community, uh, which makes sure that the community is looking around and saying, are we a community that people can age in? Do we have sidewalks that people can go take walks on? Do we have uh, do we have traffic lights that give pedestrians a chance to cross the street? You know, looking at all those things at parks. Do we have recreational in the neighborhood for people? Uh, it looks at all of those components to leading a full life uh, in your community because, after all, older adults are the people who built these communities, right? You look at any community. Who, who are the mainstay of volunteers? It's older people. We want to make sure that they stay in their homes and communities and keep contributing and keep enjoying what they built over the years. So we're talking to Beth Finkel from AARP. Um, Beth, I know that uh, a significant percentage of people who come out and vote um, in, in almost every election, uh, whether it's you know city, state, or federal, uh, a significant percent are people who are over fifty and over and are members of AARP. Tell, tell us about the power of people who are older in our society at the voting booth and then how that influences the quality of life. You know, it's actually quite shocking. You know, we, we always knew that 50-plus dominate the polls. Um, but honestly, in all our born days, I never thought that we would get the numbers back that we did. We basically went to New York State Board of Election, and we were able to get data on who voted in June and who voted in August in our primaries this year. And in the um, August uh, primary across New York State, this is all of New York State, 50-plus, accounted for over 75% of the turnout. So three in every four voters in the August election was somebody who was 50-plus. So that's why we believe that 50-plus are really the deciders in our election. And um, people running have to pay attention to what's important to the 50-plus. Well, I I think that... um... Well, not that I think. I know that the low voter turnout is sad. Okay, I come from a a home, (laughs) Beth Finkel from the AARP, where I was told I had to go vote for, you know, school board elections, the the dog catcher elections and everything in between. Uh, And the voter turnout is so low in the city of New York that the uh, when you look at the the amount of the people who vote who are over 50, 50, I was going to say over 55, which I'm almost there, but not yet. Um, so how much power does that give your organization um, in the world of politics, knowing that you represent a big hunk of the people who decide who's the senators and who's the assembly people and who's the mayor and city council, et cetera? You know, I'd rather look at it the, the other way around. You know, it, this is about the people who are 50 plus. It's, it's not about AARP. It's about each and every one of those individual voters 
who walk into the voting booth and it sounds like you're like me. Uh, you know, I remember my parents taking me into the old voting booths, you know, where you close the curtain. And honestly, from a young age, my parents instilled in me, this is a religious action. This is, this is your dedication to our democracy. And so everyone needs to vote. Um, and so, you know, that's really what it's about. And so it's about what is important to the 50 plus AARP surveys our members all the time. And, you know, they are not shy about telling us exactly how they feel about the issues. I can tell you, we just polled uh, 45 plus voters in New York State. The data just came out last week. And the number one issue, again, what I said before, 92 percent of New Yorkers 45 plus who vote said that Social Security is most important to them. And next was Medicare, 89 percent. So Interesting, because we live, in, we live in a society right now where, here in New York anyway, and we're talking to Beth Finkel from AARP, where it's crime, 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 crime. And it's interesting that, yes. that in a different age bracket, it's really about money, 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 and existing. And well, I don't mean money in a greedy way. I mean money in a surviving way. Well, you know, crime is up there. But when I give you, you know, the top ones, uh, the high cost of uh, prescription drugs is up there and caregiving and long-term care. I mean, all of us at one time in our lives will either be a caregiver um, or need care ourselves. And when you go through that with your parents and your loved ones, you know, I think most, most of your audience will understand how challenging that really is. And we as a society really need to look at how uh, we are taking care of people as they get more fragile and also the burden that is on the families who are who are doing this caregiving. And how can we make it easier on them? Because the truth is, you know, caregivers family caregivers are the backbone of our long-term care system. If family caregivers did not provide the care that they do, a very large percentage of their loved ones would end up in nursing homes. Right. So, Beth, let me ask you, because I only have two minutes left. I just wanted to ask you real quick, because I'm I'm curious. Please, no apologies. What were the biggest challenges for AARP and and your seniors, your your membership during the COVID crisis? Was it medical uh, attendance? Was it loneliness? People, you know, not having interaction with others? What was it? What, how did the AARP step up and help its membership during that crazy period of time? Well, you know, our website and uh, also we were all available of uh, 800 numbers to give uh, really uh, the most up-to-minute um, information about COVID, where you could get the shots, what were the facts that were out there? Where were the numbers going? Um, you know, how you could take care of yourself and your family. And we were an incredibly reliable source for that. I'm really proud of the work that we did. But you're right. Isolation was just awful for folks. If you, if, if you were older and living alone, uh, it was hard to cope through that and the, the inner resilience that you had to have to get through it. And we're still feeling the remnants of it. And by the way, it's no small thing because we have studies that have shown that if you're isolated and lonely, that's equal to smoking 15 cigarettes a day. I just so read that. I just, I just read health. that. Yeah, it's yeah. really huge. So, um, yeah, thank God people are getting out there again and, um, you know, they're taking care of themselves and they're able to start mixing again. And that's such a wonderful thing. We, we all need to be able to do that. Well, right? Beth, I want to thank you so much. This is Beth Finkel, the uh, state director of the AARP. And Beth, just tell people your website for them to go on and poke around and learn some things. Sure. Well, it's AARP.org um, slash NY. But if you want to know about our voting stuff, uh, we have information about every, all the elections in New York and photo guides, and that's at aarp.org forward slash NY votes. All right. There you go. Beth Finkel from the AARP. Thank you so much for joining us, Beth. I appreciate you your hard work and what you guys do to make sure, sure people in a different part of society are well taken care of. Thank you, sir. 
Have a good evening. Thank you very much. I am uh, so happy to uh, have had Beth on. You learn a little something every day. Um, we're going to come back and we're going to talk some current events. We're going to talk about a change in the school calendar and maybe days off being changed. And, of course, we have to talk about what happened last night with the New York Yankees. We'll be right back. Let's talk about my friend Susan from Rhino Shield. Is your building exterior looking weather or worn? Is that your condo or your co-op and you're on the board and you have to figure out what to do? Are you in the process of planning for next season's improvements? Tired of having to paint every four or five years? Don't make the same mistake by calling a painter. Call Rhino Shield first for a longer lasting solution. Rhino Shield is engineered to outlast paint and is 10 times thicker than traditional paint coatings. Rhino Shield is a ceramic coating that is sprayed onto your building and looks just like paint, but with many more benefits. Protect and beautify your buildings as to adding value, dramatically reducing wall maintenance work while insulating and soundproofing. Condominiums, apartment buildings, multifamily homes, single-family homes can all benefit from Rhino Shield. Rhino Shield ensures a successful, worry-free installation that bonds to virtually any substrate. Call to request your free quote by October 31st and receive a 20% discount. You'll never have to paint again. Call 877 877- 744-6608. That's 877-744-6608. Or go to rhinoshieldofnewyork.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored in part by the good people at Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for the best selection and outstanding customer service. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. Brandon Tatum has seen even more evidence of corruption. I thought that BLM was a fraudulent organization. And I thought that they uh, stole money from the people and they were buying houses. But it is way worse than what I ever thought. It's worse. It's worse than that. It's more sinister than that. And I, I don't know how people haven't gone to jail from Black Lives Matter. The Officer Tatum Show, weeknights at eight, right before Sebastian Gorka at ten on AM nine seventy. The Answer. Court reporting. Court reporting. Court reporting. It is so important. If you're looking for a career or perhaps a career change for yourself, a family member or a friend, one that allows you the flexibility to choose where you work, for whom and how frequently, let me tell you, lucrative career opportunity has to do with court reporting and captioning. Court reporters and captioners are in higher demand than ever before. Court systems, schools, television stations, they're all looking for these professionals to record and caption everything from depositions to court cases to live events. The NCRA has partnered up with Plaza College to offer a free two-week virtual seminar that gives you a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning. The program is called A to Z, and it's being offered free and can be completed from the convenience of your home. Sign up today by emailing info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plazacollege.edu. Check out the opportunities in court reporting by emailing info at plazacollege.edu. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. So here we are Thursday night. I am uh, I'm heading to um, Mike Vecchione, who was our guest last night. I'm going to head to his book event at the Mysterious Bookshop. Uh, and then I am going to go to a Colombian Lawyers event, the Colombian Lawyers uh, you know, you hear about the Columbus Citizens Foundation here on the show. The Colombian Lawyers is a group of Italian-American lawyers uh, here in New York. And they're, we're taking over the Tiracenio Club, which is a, a private club, an Italian-American club, where they actually have a little shooting range in the basement where you could shoot off some rifles and, and have a little bit of fun. And it's a bunch of Italian-American uh, judges and lawyers and, of course, non-Italian-American judges and lawyers as well who are our friends. Um, the big story that we talked about in the beginning of the show is um, about Kevin Spacey. 
But uh, other stuff that's going on in the news as you're heading home or cooking dinner is, you know, it it seems like the race between Hoko and Lee Zeldin is tightening. Again, we spoke about this a little bit yesterday about, you know, crime and how it's being reported over and over and over again. You know, is is the governor's race really tightening or is it a way to sell papers? Is there as much crime as we think there is or that we're hearing that there is or is it a way to sell papers? And I'm not saying that the crime's not happening, but it's the lead. It's the lead. It's the lead. Right now, it's the lead. Hoko leads Republican opponent Lee Zeller by six points. Now, that's if you look at the if you look at the Daily News. If you look at the the New York Post, it talks about that the six points is almost within the uh, degree of um, uh, what do you call that stuff? Uh, the difference of of. Being the right or right or wrong. I'm, I'm having a, a brain margin attack. of error. Possibly? Thank you. Something like that. Yes. Thank you. Alex. You know, you can't you just can't sit there and be a pretty face. I appreciate that very much. Um, another story that broke today has to do with it's a it's I guess a happy story. Although for those of us who celebrate Brooklyn Day, um, maybe not so much. But Brooklyn Day, I want to say off the top of my head, was June uh, was June 10th. And um, it was a holiday. It was called Brooklyn Day, Manhattan Day. I don't know what it was called. But now um, it seems like the mayor of the city of New York is looking to take that day off the calendar and add um, – it was Brooklyn Queens Day. That was what it was. So, And they want to add a uh, the Diwali holiday, which I believe is part of the Hindu, Sikh, uh, Buddhist – uh, societies and communities. And, um, you know, if you got someone in house, you can ask a uh, question to about something like this. Why not bring him in? Especially when you're going to think you're going to hear him in the next hour talking to Kevin. Um, I have Imran Ansari, although he carries himself off like an Italian. <laughs> he, uh, he really is not. So hello, Imran. Welcome to the show, my friend. Thanks for having me, Arthur. So, Diwali, like what, you know, educate me a little bit. I mean, I know a, the, I believe the state senator who, uh, who asked for this to be part of uh, our school's calendar. Uh, I believe her last name is Raj Kumar. Right. Uh, and, um, tell me what this, what this, this holiday means. Educate me. Sure. So yeah, no, uh, Jennifer Raj Kumar was pushing for this and it seems like she succeeded. And Eric Adams has announced that Diwali is going to now be a public school holiday, a holiday uh, recognized in in New York City. Um, And Diwali is an Indian, uh, specifically a Hindu festival, but it's also celebrated by uh, other uh, faiths in India, like the Sikhs. Uh, You know, we have our buddy uh, Sant Shatwal, so they will be Ah. significant uh, to him. But it's a uh, it's the festival of light, and it's the uh, the a joyous festival in uh, India for uh, the Hindus, etc. Uh, and there's a lot of significance on it. I you know I'm I'm not Hindu myself, but uh, it is. It's, but you do know Hindus. I, I do. Okay, I do. all right. And I am from the Indian subcontinent, not myself personally, but my, my lineage uh, is from there. My you're actually from England, right? Weren't you? Yeah, I was born in England. I was right. born in England. Then you lived uh, in England then, uh, for a while. Uh, one year of my life. Right. Then you lived. You lived in Jersey, right? New Jersey. Jersey. Yeah. And then you Jersey. you lived in Iceland for Iceland, a little while. Exactly. Been around, right? Anywhere yeah, else? Yeah. Did I leave anything else? Well, wait, Ordobino. 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 Okay. okay. Yeah, right. Right. But, so uh, for yeah. the festival of life. So <laughs> let's just say it's uh, this becomes a a school holiday and and children are off. If uh, people who are going to observe this holiday are going to celebrate, do you have. Why is it called the Festival of Lights? In other so, words, are you supposed to light a menorah or something along those lines? Uh, How's it supposed to work? Yeah, no. Traditionally, uh, lamps uh, like oil lamps are are lit, and it's in, in India and uh, elsewhere. Those celebrating will have a lot of uh, lights and candles, and it's uh, 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 you know that's why they call it the Festival of Lights. So you you have a lot of Christmas lights. Well, I guess they would be Diwali lights. Diwali. <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Only here on the Authorized Dollar Power Hour do you have someone talking about Diwali and describing right. the lights as Christmas lights. But I know what you mean, the type of actual lights they are. If you went right. on Amazon, you would yeah. Google right, right. Christmas lights, I and that's it, the kind. It, you wouldn't it, Google Diwali lights. Right. Although that would be an interesting uh, a, a, episode here. If we just, uh, I am going on live right now on the Idola Power Hour. We're going on the Amazon, and if we put in Diwali lights... 
Oh, yeah, they got all kinds of stuff. Really? Lights. Yep. Oh, yeah. And then you know what they are, Imran? Make you feel better? Basically, they're Christmas lights. Uh, Holiday yeah. lights. Yeah, Let's yeah, be they... PC about it. Yes. Holiday. Well, okay. Well, <laughs> Amazon lists them as Christmas lights. But, yes. Uh, well, I'm excited about this. I mean, look, I was – so when I was reading this, I'm like, uh-oh, what calendar – what what holiday are they going to take off the calendar? And, of course, as you know, I'm a little sensitive with the whole Columbus Day thing, et cetera. Now, it is Brooklyn Queens Day, but – yeah, let's face it. I mean, I, I don't know if Brooklyn, Queens needs their own holiday, especially now. I live in Brooklyn. You live in Queens. Right. Uh, although that, I hear yeah, that may be a temporary uh, arrangement. Is that, is that for no, public? No, no, no. Oh, all right. You're not going anywhere? All right. Um, Imran, let's just, just, since I have you here, this is totally unexpected, but when I read this story and I wanted to cover it, and you are sitting right here, and I know uh, I know your family and I know your beliefs. Can we change gears for a second? Can we talk a little bit about the law? Yeah, let's do it. Um, civil law. Uh, today we were working on, on uh, the case of a young boy, well, you know, he's not that young, a young man who was uh, accused of something from a young woman. I, I want to just juxtapose that, it was a sexual thing, to you know what happened with uh, Kevin Spacey today. He was found not liable. You know, you're doing a lot of all, all the civil stuff here, I'm doing the criminal stuff. Just explain briefly to the listeners the biggest difference between the two of us when we are, you're in front of a jury. In terms of in in the law, what we're looking to prove, or yeah, our maybe, style, maybe or something called like the standard of oh, no. I think right, our right, style right. is very similar. Yes. Except you have hair, <laughs> and you come in. This guy comes in crying to me the other day. <laughs> I'm working so hard. Look, I'm going gray. He's telling that to a guy who went bald before he was thirty. But uh, <laughs> we'll move on. But seriously, explain the difference between sure. when I tried yeah. Harvey Weinstein and what I was right. up the, the hurdle I had to climb versus Kevin Spacey and the hurdle yeah. you have to climb. Well, yeah, obviously the burden of proof is different in a criminal case than a, a civil case. In a criminal case, you got the prosecution need to prove their case beyond a reasonable doubt. So in some ways, the defendant has a, a – uh, it's, it's less of a challenge, I would say, for a plaintiff in the civil arena where it's the preponderance of an evidence for most cases. And what does so, preponderance of the evidence mean? Literally, if you're looking at a uh, – you find them 51 percent uh, at fault liable you you've met your burden if you can show the defendant was let's say 51 percent more likely right, than not more likely than not well yeah yeah exactly right but that's that's essentially in a nutshell uh you, you as a plaintiff's attorney in a civil case you have less of a burden say than a prosecutor now you a were a prosecutor case. yes and that was and that that's beyond a reasonable doubt so Correct. there's no no 51 percent and then but it's not a hundred percent either right well <laughs> Anything else that you're exciting that you're working on right now in the civil world? Do you well, want to tell the world about? Well, listen, Anna. I mean, we're we're defending uh, very similar in the in the same case as Kevin Spacey. What he was facing, we got those cases. Uh, but a lot of stuff, you know, listen, I've been on trial on a lot of personal injury cases, uh, and I had a big verdict, you know, just uh, two weeks ago on a personal injury case. So, you know, those injury cases is something that we handle here uh, in the firm, uh, both, you know, at trial and, you know, so those are uh, those are some of the and that cases. is your weekly commercial for Idala, <laughs> Bertuna, and Cammons handling uh, civil law. Imran, thank you for illuminating me about Diwali. Um, and uh, are you, what are you doing tonight, Imran? Uh, tonight do some work, but I I do have some plans uh, to to wet the line and go out to Montauk uh, and is do that, some fishing. Is, is that when you're working from home? I am, it but I'm going at 4 a.m. I'll be back on the grid at nine. All right, <laughs> thank you, Imran Ansari. We'll be back. We're going to talk a little about New York Yankees and some other New York happenings. Don't go anywhere. For over 75 years, the Columbus Citizens Foundation has promoted Italian American culture and heritage, and has provided thousands of scholarships to Italian-American students who have academic ability, but they find themselves in need of financial aid for their education. It is no exaggeration to state that this scholarship program has literally changed the lives of students for generations. But the Columbus Citizens Foundation cannot do it alone. To find out how you can help them, visit www.columbuscitizens.org. Learn more about the various scholarships offered by the foundation and help make a difference in someone's life today. Visit www.columbuscitizens.org. The Columbus Citizens Foundation brings you the Columbus Day Parade every year here in New York City. They did a great job two weeks ago. And you can help them by bringing a quality education to Italian-American students in need by donating today. 
Visit their site at www.columbuscitizens.org. That's www.columbuscitizens.org. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Mitsubishi dreamers, designers, and engineers are redefining choices in mobility for a whole new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want value, like the new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander featuring its industry-leading Mitsubishi 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today, freeholdmitsubishi.com, or call 732-863-27. I know it's hard to believe, but the holidays will be here before we know it. Why not make them truly memorable this year on board the Atlantis yacht with New York Cruises? Captain Fred and the amazing New York Cruises staff go above and beyond with every detail. Whether you've been put in charge of planning the office Christmas party or looking to do something exciting for New Year's Eve, why not take the party off land and onto the sea? Think about New Year's Eve on the Atlantis. It's the best place for a 360-degree view of the New Year's Eve fireworks. Speaking of New Year's, I can't think of a better place to pop the question to that someone special in your life other than the Atlantis. The Atlantis of New York Cruises is the perfect venue for corporate events, weddings, engagement parties, anniversary parties, reunions, retirement parties, birthdays, bar mitzvah, bat mitzvah, you name it. So how do you find out about the Atlantis? Call 212-633-1231. That's 212-633-1231. You will book an unforgettable event. Trust me. Call today or go to their website at newyorkcruises.com. Call in to the Joe Piscopo Show and let your voice be heard. Hey, let me go to Tom and Boca Raton. Your show is, in my opinion, the great American story Joe Piscopo's father, the family, Al, everybody in your show, you guys put together a team. I love your show. Everybody's beautiful. We're very fortunate to have a great American story, Joe Piscopo. Joe Piscopo, weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on AM 970, The Answer. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. Alex Garrett, you and Tom Petty share the same birthday? I was surprised to learn that today, but yes, we do. And this is one of my favorite songs of his. So, Yeah, well, I am, uh, I'm sorry we, we lost Tom Petty. Uh, he would have been 72, what, he died three years ago now? Yeah, I mean, it's a while ago, for sure. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's sad. I, uh, you know, Luca and I are trying to, like, I'm trying to get him to see all these old bands before they go, so... He's gotten the stones under his belt. Now he's got the who under his belt. He's got the Floyd under the, his belt. Uh, you two, I don't think are old yet. And, um, you know, he's, but he's got that under his belt. Uh, he's got the dire straits, half dire straits. He got that under his belt. Uh, we're going to go see Springsteen. I, I don't think he's old yet, although he's, well, he's older than Tom Petty was when Tom Petty, uh, passed away. Um, so happy birthday to Tom Petty and to Alex Garrett. You know, what's funny is you're saying you won't back down. It seems like someone who's not backing down is Tom Brady. Uh, when he, you know, he, it seems like he and his wife, Giselle, which seemed like they were the perfect, like, you know, American couple. Uh, it seems like things are on the rocks for them. And it, it appears that it has to do with his retirement. And I'm, I'm hedging because who knows what it really has to do with. And who knows if they're really busting up or they're going to get back together again. But the seven-time Super Bowl winning quarterback told reporters on Thursday afternoon, that would be today, quote, no retirement in my future. Well, if the uh, issue with his wife was really about retiring and, you know, he's laying down the, the law like that, Obviously, he's making his feelings clear. Uh, I don't know if I would recommend that. I mean, he's had a sensational career, uh, and it seems like he has a pretty nice, uh, uh, pretty nice family life. And you know, 
the guy has really done it all in terms of being on the um, in terms of being on the field. He's probably going to go down as the greatest of all time, at least in the on the offensive realm. I think Lawrence Taylor will remain, as, at least as of now, as the greatest defensive player of all time. Uh, so. I don't. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth flushing your family to continue what you've done for two decades now, and he's already has a job waiting for him as a Fox broadcaster. That's a great question, right? That's a great question. We can we could all ask each other. You know, it's all about this work life balance, and is it worth it to see your kids only on the, the weekends or every other weekend or all that stuff and lose your life partner if it's someone you really loved to do something that you've already established uh you're spectacular at and yet you've i think he's broken every record that he could possibly break is it really worth it is it worth losing your family my answer would be no um it's a lot different hypothetically if you're in your you know your late 30s in a career that could span until your 80s and you're still establishing yourself and you really haven't reached the pinnacle of your career, that's different. If someone at that point is trying to hold you back from reaching your full potential, then you may say, listen, I can't stay here because I'm going to be so resentful of you not allowing me to be me and to reach my full potential that it's not going to be healthy for the family or, or, or the children for me to even be in the house, so we should go our own ways. But when you're in Tom Brady's position, I mean, he's already in, a, in dog years. He's like a 1,000 years old in terms of the life of a football player, and he has accomplished so much and has achieved so much. He's got this spectacular job waiting for him. You know, Okay, it's cool that he could still do it, but especially when you're with a partner who maybe like it seems like Giselle has sacrificed a lot of her own career. I believe she's 42 to stay home with the family and help raise the children. Um, I don't know. I mean, look, he's making his own decisions. I don't think he's tuning into the author. I dollar power hour, but if he was going to ask me um, what I think he should do, I'd say like, you're going to win one more Super Bowl. I mean, obviously, he's not doing this for the money, right? I, he's got more money than his great, 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 great grandchildren will ever use. So what is he doing it for? I mean, does he really need that feeling again? Um, is it so addictive? I don't know. Maybe it is. Um, I mean, I will tell you that the tiniest little taste I have of it is when I walk into the uh, the stadium with Lawrence Taylor before the game and it's only half full and everyone starts screaming LT, 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 and I'm just standing next to him. Yeah, I can see how that gets contagious and, and uh, intoxicating. But Tom Brady's going to con- continue to get that. I mean, he's going to be a celebrity and he's, he'll, never, he'll never be uh, anonymous again. Probably a guy can walk around, you know, Kenya and be noticed or Antarctica and be noticed. So, uh, I don't know. I, I am, if you come into my law office, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, four, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. I have about thirty, you know, forty pictures of my family in my office. So, uh, it's pretty obvious what my priorities are. I guess everybody is different. I mean, some of these individuals, I think uh, Robert Kraft just got married. He invited a bunch of people, including Tom Brady, like to come to a party. And at the party, he married a woman who I think is 42 years his junior. Um, and I don't know. I lost count of how many times he's been married. I mean, good for him. Good for them. She, it, it, she's definitely not a gold digger. I believe she's a, she's a medical doctor. She's very well uh, well-regarded one. I think she's got plenty of financing behind her. She doesn't need his money. But it all depends on what your priorities are. You know, getting married four or five times, it's not really a a goal that uh, at least I'm not looking to achieve. Having one life partner and, and a family, it's that's more valuable than anything else if you can achieve it. I mean, look, I look at my parents. They're on the verge with God's blessing of, of being, you know, married 60 years. I think they're uh, four, I don't know, what that would be 1964. So, yeah, what are they, 14 months away, 15 months away? Um, you know, that's pretty cool. I mean, how many times you hear people being married 60 years? Um, 
let's just switch from Tom Brady. Tom, you, you're not retiring anytime soon. If that means you flush your family down the bowl, if that was the only reason, well, I mean, look, S- Stallone just got back together with his woman. Allegedly, that was over a dog. You never know what any of this stuff is really about. Um, I just got the call from Fox 5 to go on TV with them to talk about Kevin Spacey, so I got to polish my head so I look good on TV. Um, lastly, the New York Yankees. Look, they partied maybe a little hard on um, Tuesday night when they won, uh, when they beat the Cleveland Guardians to uh, go to the championship round in the American League, otherwise known as the pennant. And... Uh, they came up short last night. They they had the opportunities. They could have won. Uh, but there's this guy named Carpenter who was great for the majority of the season. And then they got injured, and he's been out for, I think, six weeks. And he just wasn't good. And he was on last night, guy on first, man on second. They were down by two. He would have been the, the run to go up uh, a run and didn't do it, struck out. That was the drama, and then they mowed him down in the uh, in in the ninth inning. So they're back up today. They'll back up in actually a little while. We'll see what happens um, tomorrow morning. Joe Piscopo show. I'll be Joe Piscopo. So please tune in uh, at six a.m. Uh, what are we? Twenty? I don't know how many hours we are away. Oh my God, I got to go back to work in a little while. I'm going to stay here, work a little late now, and then I got to go to this Italian thing. I got to do a Fox 5 hit, and I, mean, I feel like I am Pis- Joe Piscopo. I'll take a little nap. I'll go do his show for four hours, come to the office, then do our show, and then I'm going to take Luca tomorrow night, God willing, to go see the Brooklyn Nets, who totally stunk last night, worse than the Knicks did. They both lost. Happy birthday, Alex. I hope you do something wild and crazy tonight, and if you get locked up, just call me. I definitely will. All right. We will catch up with you tomorrow morning on the Piscopo in the Morning Show, 6 a.m. here at AM 970, The Answer. The preceding program sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.